I guess God just needed another <laughs> another hard to look at child in heaven. Jesus Christ. I mean, from the smallest room in New York City. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. God just needed some clickbait. A Bronx public school teacher was arrested Friday after a 14 year old boy told a classmate that the teacher performed oral sex on him. This is what a feminist looks like. A two second blowjob. I'd like to see the guy who just got a two second blowjob. Why did you even do that? Weirdo. And it's, uh, somehow it completes the circuit. That's how you get raped. You're smart. Does this kid have two heads or something? It's, that's that's it, like, though. It's a 10 pound tumor. There's a sad baby. That wants to be in America. Yeah. I could have seen the 10 pounds. Oh, he died. talking about some very real physical consequences I suffered. They from caught this guy on the subway here in New York. Yes, let's bring it back to New York City. And he was taking, he, he, he had some kind of device where he could take pictures underneath women's skirts on the subway. Victimless crime. Turns out he, he was a urologist at Mount Sinai. Women be shopping. Yes. Let me add something. Um, and I think this is important. Just about fake news and the danger of fake news. My daughter the other day said, Dad, I saw on the internet, someone was saying that Michelle Obama has a penis. Mm. And I said, you know what? This is exactly the problem. Is this kind of scurrilous information, this terrible misinformation, this mm. fake news. Michelle Obama had her penis removed at least several years ago. She is as much a woman as Caitlyn Jenner, Chelsea Manning, mm. Hillary Clinton. At least as much. Mayor de Blasio is setting up a homeless shelter on Billionaire's Row. I didn't know there was a Billionaire's Row. Well, it's behind Billionaire's Row. It's on the other side of the tracks, I guess. Yeah. It's uh it's on 58th Street. It's it's on yeah. <laughs> 58th. on 57th. 57th Street there. It's the most expensive property in the entire city in de Blasio. It's like uh and 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 the obviously the residents in the area are very upset, you know. Yeah. These rich people are like the, the, what there's a what? They found out from the post. They didn't hear about it from, and it's going to be done in March. They're changing over this hotel, Park Savoy Hotel, right there on 58th, uh, on the other side of, uh, I believe it's uh, 157. So it's right there on, uh, it's yeah, like Fifth Avenue, right between Fifth and Sixth Avenue. Yeah, I mean it is a fancy schmancy piece of property, and uh, uh, so you know, on the one hand, I go, I could see why they wouldn't want that. I mean, nobody wants to live next door to people who you know, are, are essentially animals, you know. Uh, they're, they, they live in an animalistic state, a kill-or-be-killed environment often, you know. It's true. A homeless shelter is often more dangerous than the streets. That's why a lot of them don't go there. They don't want to get stabbed with a well, screwdriver over their true. biscuit. That's true. <laughs> but we've, we've had a man who lives in a homeless shelter on the show. And he was a very nice gentleman. Uh, I don't he, know if I would go so far as to call him a gentleman. <laughs> Well, I was saying it obviously as a patronizing oh, sort of. I, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, even though he's not here, I would. In fact, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't say that. It's so insulting what I just said. I wouldn't say it if he was here. I would say you're a regular guy, you know. <laughs> the, when I went back and watched footage of us talking to uh, uh, Scott Hutchins, I have to say, I he looked so much more homeless on camera than he did in person. I know. I know. You saw that too. Yeah. It was like. I, f I began to feel more, um, you know, guilt. I, I, I don't know why that is. Is it, 
what it was about the. I guess the camera adds. <laughs> I can, camera adds five ho- layers of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just not photogenic, I guess. But he. Uh, well, he has some issues with his teeth, and and really, that's a big part of it. Fucked up teeth. Yeah. And his face. And the way he kind of like would move. He, his homelessness really fucks with a guy. I gotta say that. I mean, I know that I've said it before, but anyway, and apparently the camera fucks with his homelessness Mm. because he, when we were talking to him, I didn't see any of that. Maybe, you know what it is when, when he's there in person, you're not really looking at him. (laughs) That could be. Just, you never really look at a homeless person. You're just kind of like, like, uh. One thing he didn't ask us for money. He did not ask us for money. No, he no, did no, not no. want our money. No, he he has a lot of pride. He does have a lot of pride. I guess it's, it's a weird a twisted... kind of pride. <laughs> it's, it's a weird kind of pride. It's not a lifetime pride. It's more of a fucking situational pride. I guess it's it's kind of a Charlie pride. Charlie, pride. I would say it's a bit of a it's a bit of a so, Charlie. Uh, you know, Scott Andrew Hutchins had his Twitter account um, terminated. Now his tweets are homeless. <laughs> but he started a new one. But he also has a um he has a change.org petition to force Twitter to restore his his old account. Oh, that's going to happen. That's what a waste of fucking life and time. Oh my and god, a change.org petition to get your old Twitter account back. <laughs> Man, that guy is spinning his wheels, isn't he? And he went to Twitter to Twitter's headquarters, which is right over here, and um filed and like filled out a complaint report at the security desk and they're like here's a pen can you do it outside (laughs) you smell actually i don't think he smells he's very conscientious about showering yeah if if you read his blog uh and who doesn't uh it's at uh (laughs) scottandrewhutchins.blogspot.com yeah You'll find out that You've typed that more times than I've typed amateur (laughs) porn. (laughs) He uh, is very, very particular and conscientious about his showers, his shampoo, his shower shoes. Persnickety, almost. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, He he has a particular soap he likes to use. I think it's only available one day a week or something, like the soup. My God. I mean... There, you know what Letterman used to have a thing. There's he'll do jokes about whatever, but he did not want to ridicule homeless people. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, it's kind. You kind of have to really have sunk to a level of jadedness to insult a homeless person, except that Scott Andrew Hutchins just he he begs it because he's so devoted to the rectitude of his situation, that it's not his fault that he's homeless, that it's the fault of capitalism uh-huh. and rich people and anyone who has an apartment. I figured out why the news media is liberal, by the way. Why? It's because, um, like, you know, if you're trying to sell something to a large audience, yeah, you're not, and you're looking for what's a desirable audience to sell to, right? Uh, you're not looking for the smartest people, not looking for the most discerning people. Like the people who listen to this podcast. Exactly. They're better than most people. Uh, you're looking for uh, people who are a little bit... Uh, Below average. A little credulous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People who maybe who critical thinking isn't their forte. Right. People who are don't require a logical explanation for a thing so long as it feels right. Right. 
Now, who is that? Women. Exactly. And that's why they're liberal, because they want women, and women have a large amount of expendable income. I mean, women apparently spend 80% of all the money. <laughs> that is, a, that's it right there. That's There you go. They spend all that. How the fuck is that possible? Because they're in control of most ex, like expenditures, most household expenditures. Okay. And then, yeah, because we don't want to fuck with it. That's one of the perks yeah. of getting married is you're like, oh, great. Yeah. I can fucking, I don't have to pay the electric bill. Right. Like, I'll give you money, whatever. But that's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was the only one doing that no, shit. No, that, everybody no. does it's it everybody. that way. It's it's that, but it's also like it's it's you know you know the saying a fool with his money you know yeah it's it's if you're gonna again pick an audience pick somebody you're trying to sell to pick a fucking demographic whatever and you go you don't want the guy who's like well what exactly does it do now and how fast is it mm, I don't know is why there do a, I need that yeah I don't think I do need that actually I'm gonna think about it for a night and I'll come back no, no I don't want to hear about your sale you want the person who's oh. Oh, everybody has Those one? Those are cute. Yeah. Women just buy shit. Most men would be happy just walking around in a hoodie and a pair of sweatpants. Maybe just a hoodie. <laughs> 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 it's it's like how often do you I buy one I bought my annual pair of shoes today. They're great. I, yeah, they're it's you know, there's zippers on. Oh, Look at that that's shit. Really nice. They they the other one, thank you. The other ones uh, were uh, out of they didn't have them. Oh, well, I think this was a good pair. I splurged because, you know, um, this is a, a pair of Echoes. Zip boots. They're black. They're just they're waterproof Gore-Tex. I, you know, I always get the waterproof, and then they wear out, and then they start to leak. Now, let me ask you, is your suit shark skin, or is it just shiny? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you eat fries a little bit. You know? <laughs> is that kind of iridescent? It does kind of have that little sheen to it, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes, like, sometimes pants get that shine once you've, like... Worn, starting to worn through them a little bit. You know, yeah, th this suit is, you know what? I, I've had several much more expensive suits that have, like, come and gone. Yeah. And worn out, and uh, this one's lasted. I got married in this suit a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, it's beautiful. I don't know, whatever. That's not the important thing. The important thing is that women buy shit. Women be shopping. Yes. And that's why the news is selling to them because they are they spend their money when you say they spend 80% of the money, that's it, man. And so uh well, yeah, and you know, women tend to be kind of um they like to think of themselves as big-hearted and caring. And they don't necessarily like to think in abstractions. They like here's a here's a sad baby. That wants to be an American. Yeah. You know, this is sad. Yeah. Doesn't this make you cry? Yeah. They so, can't be like, they this can't be baby like, is a tax burden. Right. right this right. baby will this, grow up and rob somebody. Right. Yeah. See, it doesn't, it doesn't really compute for them. Think about this baby times 11 million. Right. Or 23 million as the new number has come out. It's 11 million has been bullshit for a while. Well, they've been saying 11 million for like 15 years. Yeah, they try to claim it's no no change no, over no, the last no, few no, years. No, no, it's no. really stabilized ever since. Yeah, uh, a lot of them go home. A lot of them leave. 
because the economy was so bad here, yeah. they went right back to they Mexico. They don't want to be here. Yeah, they like they were like fuck this. You th- you're an idiot. Besides, if they did, if they were just going back in droves anyway, is it sort of a a tribute to the strength of Trump's economy that the Dreamers want so badly to stay? I know. If it's so bad here, I saw uh, uh, something from the Women's March. Uh, a little girl holding a sign that says. If you build a wall, my generation will tear it down. Nice. And it was retweeted by, I think, uh, I don't know, Jane Fonda. Right. Was it Jane Fonda? No, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. And she goes, look at this. This this is, this is sign says a thousand words about speaking truth to power. And I tweeted her back because Jamie and I, you know, we fucking You're go close. back and forth yeah. all the time. And I said, hey, uh, hey, how's this for speaking truth to power? This innocent little girl's understanding of immigration policy is essentially the same as every uh, Senate Democrat. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, why weaponize yes, the kids? They, see, Don't weaponize would, a little they girl. They would say that's because it's so, the truth of what the Senate Democrats believe is so simple and so pure that even a little child intuits it. Yeah. And, and as if... That's what she's thinking when she's... She has yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah. clue what that sign says. She has this like sort of look on her face. It's like a little forlorn, but a little determined. Yeah. You know what she's doing? She's looking mournfully at an ice cream truck that's driving away. Right. Going, why am I with all these fucking losers? Yeah. I hate the women, women basically. I do. I, I hate those those pussy hats are ridiculous. They're not very realistic. They they don't look very much like a pussy. Make a, make a realistic Is one. Is that what they're supposed to look like? I suppose they're called pussy hats. They're pink. I mean, that's another thing. That's evidence of just how fucking little of a thing women need to go. We are going to just pour out in droves. It's not really about policy. We are out here marching today, but November we vote. I saw CNN. That's what they they had said. They're marching today, and in November they vote. I'm like, come on. uh, Please reveal it, CNN. Whose side are you on here? Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. To me, that's, uh, then there you go. That's the media. Well, you know, the Pensacola Women's March, and I think maybe other women's marches, (laughs) was topless, actually. It was very different. (laughs) Well, they apparently banned the pussy hat because they said, well, for one thing, well, no, it's a number of things. One, not all women have pussies, as as we know. Many, many women have penises. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I had never really considered Many that. Many men that... have pussies. Vaginas. Yeah. Many men have vaginas. Many men at the march. Another thing, and I hadn't thought of this, but the Pensacola Women's March pointed out that not all pussies are pink. What? They're not? Uh, according to them, no. Well, I mean, I've watched a little bit of porn. I, I've seen some pussies. And they all seem to be pink on the inside. There's, there's, Yeah, there's a degree of pink there. It's yeah. the, I don't know why they're um, they're saying why would they bellyache over that? The you the women have to have a pink hat because that shows that they're girls. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> they go, what color do most women like? Okay, how much of these? And now they give them away because Great. they want to sell you a T-shirt. It's a very you know. It, there's marketing in these videos. Did a, did you happen to see this video on Facebook of these? Hunky men yeah, supposedly yeah, yeah. The, the taking fun- their clothes off. The, the fuck hate. Fuck hate. I'm fascinated by those. Um, that whole series. That is just. A, I'm just fascinated by the direction. 
Hard to believe and that it's not the a parody. Articul- the diction. They're, th- they're really something. They because they're all they all have the same style of the way people of 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 speech. Everybody has this weird pattern of speech. The men uh, who have been given their lines. Hey Trump, you're a dick. That's a man. Okay, and you should know that, like, they're, every time they make one of these, uh, you know, jokes that sound tools, they're cutting in close and they're pointing at it to make sure yeah, you don't yeah, miss yeah. the joke. See, women on tape. Is there any question that they're homosexual? Well, no, I think the whole thing is definitely oriented towards gay guys. Yeah. It says, guys, here's a big tip. Like, this is to us. This is They're telling yeah. us how to act. Oh, gee, let me watch this. Let me see what these hunks got to say. <laughs> Hold on a minute here, Pat. Yeah. I saw this video... Of all these guys, guys like you and me. Oh, come on. I'm too old to learn something. No, no, no. They're all, real, they're, they're really macho guys and they're, they're naked. No, come so on. So you know they're real guys. Well, and they're okay. saying that we got to thump Trump. These guys got tattoos and everything. I mean, they're dudes. Here's a big tip. Women's bodies are theirs. You can't just grab them with your paws or control them with your laws. <laughs> that guy's voice. Come on, that has to be pitched up in the recording, right? You can't just control them with your laws. <laughs> called women a piece of ass. And said you have to treat them like shit. And that's exactly how society handles it. Being paid 77 cents on the dollar for the same work is wrong. Equal pay should it depend on having a dog. I can't believe they're still saying that about the 77 cents on the oh, dollar. Come on. This any surprise from a culture that's nuts. Valuing women not for their brains, but for their bodies, boobs, and butts. Here's another tip that's not hard. Like me, women's paychecks should be uncut. Okay, now obviously uncut he's referring to his penis being uncircumcised. Oh, and- is that what he meant? I, and, and not only that, but that makes me think that there must be a, like an uncensored version of this, you know, where we yeah. don't have those tasteful pieces of fruit. Dang. Mm. And by the way... You don't need an eggplant down to your knees. I'm pretty sure. Right. Right? You know, I'm sure you're hung and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why don't you expand it outward so I don't look, have to look at your pubic mound? Guys, beating what Trump represents goes beyond politics. It also means a measure of our manhood is avoiding acting like sexist pricks. <laughs> Hashtag sausage fest. The pussy hat emerged from Women's March is a powerful symbol of women standing up against Trump's sexism. And we're giving away thousands of hats for free at PussyScouts.com. Get involved with the cause and get a shirt. Girls just want to have fun, do mental rights. Sorry, Trump, can't grab this. This is what a feminist looks like. PussyScouts.com. Why why do they all have this weird way of talking? This is what a feminist looks like. Because it's to the beat. And it's because they want it to... Can you put on the one of the deport racism ones? Oh, yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, I just... Ugh. It's this is exhausting. I have a few things to say about this. I mean, like, okay, the, go ahead. I'm because sorry. like it's just like so remarkably fucking trashy. First of all, yes. Is, is there any degree of of like you know not thinking like you that they can tolerate? I mean, any degree. If you've ever done anything, you are fucking part of the problem. You know, like 
women are not always good at everything. This chick right here, what a fucking nightmare. I mean, can you imagine just getting anywhere near her? Okay. I Unfortunately, guess I kind of can. Yeah, you've, you've, you have, you, one of your exes is in Rikers. Yeah, so, right. uh, so I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go to fuckhate.com here, and uh, which is a, it's, it's actually a Facebook page. Uh, here's something about, uh, maybe about feminist versus no, Photoshop. No. That's going to be some pigs. Oh, do this one here. Okay, fine. Racism still a thing is the title of the video. Hey, white people. What's up? We're Ricky is from Ferguson, Missouri. You know that little place where white police shot an unarmed black teen in the face? It was a national disgrace. So listen up. Because we're yeah. here to talk to you about race. Sometimes white people are like, but is racism still a thing? Spoiler alert. Ooh, yeah. That's because Beyonce is on your playlist and you voted for Obama. Doesn't mean that our generation has seen the end of racist drama. I thought that kid was about to ask for my wallet. Racist drama. Racism is not one of those things. So go away. If you pretend it doesn't exist. Like uh, Crocs or Justin Bieber. All this focus on race makes me uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Try being black. Fun facts. When the NYPD stops white people, they frisk only 8%. When they stop blacks and Latinos, they frisk. Jesse said blacks. When they stop blacks. Did you hear what he said blacks? Well, they're like from Missouri. Uh, PD stops white people, they frisk only 8%. When they stop blacks and Latinos, Black. they frisk 85%. Oh, Ugh. what's that smell? Uh, that would be racism. We just want to equal shot in life. Not to be shot to death. It's you people who are making this about race. I don't see color. Really? Did you know that employers... Wow, this is just such a severe raking across the coals. I feel... It's pretty awful, right? I've never felt so unwoke in my life. I mean, I, I've said all these things. It's I you know. that makes it about race. Yep. It's... Uh, I'm uncomfortable with all this racial talk. I feel bad. It's that funny, they're... like if I talk about race, they're uncomfortable with racial talk. It seems, you know what I mean. I, I've noticed I, that. I've noticed when I talk about race, even white people often uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, this is making me not necessarily uncomfortable, but it's making me sort of uh, woof, man. I worry about anybody. There must be a lot of people who watch this and believe that this has any validity. I mean, it has three hundred forty-nine thousand views and nine point nine thousand shares. Uh, Ferguson was uh, a situation where a guy needed to get shot. These kids are too young to understand that. Right. All right, let's listen. Need to see the color of our skin. For the discrimination to begin. Resumes with black sounding names. Like Tanisha and Tyrone. 50% less likely to be called in for a job interview. In the exact same resume. With white sounding names. But is this injustice? Surprising. When 40% of white actually say white people are more hardworking than black. You know, ironically, I applied for this video. And did you get and called in? And I didn't get called in. Apparently, there you go. had something to do with the color of my skin. Mm. Oh, do you really think so? <laughs> the race card. <laughs> no one's playing cards. This is not a game. Complain about this race card BS. It's just an obvious way of trivializing and marginalizing. They should really get children who can speak at all. I, you know, I know. It's this, pretty th bad. this kid is just mumbling. He's he's got a bottle of Ripple in his back pocket. I think that is that, and 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 that little girl be lecturing me. Uh, it's just so obnoxious. Well, I mean, I feel bad that they're taking these kids and putting some like clearly a homosexuals 
speech pattern <laughs> and kind of style Which of is sarcasm. Fine, fine for the girls. Right. Uh, into their mouths. And it just really comes off poorly. It, like it, some very queeny, bitchy <laughs> gay guy with his like kind of dead fake deadpan sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think I'm playing the race card? Guess oh, what? No. This is not card. a game. We don't play with cards. You know, I mean, is that what the kids? I could. That's what he said. <laughs> that kid can barely speak. I like your impersonation of this like six year old Ferguson child. Hey, he's he started it. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He did. We should talk about New York, Pat. I feel bad. Okay, fine, fine. But I gotta listen to more of this. Okay, good. So stop. Some of my best friends are black. You get a cookie. Here's a hot tip. Okay, I, I will say none of my best none friends are black. None of my best friends are okay, black. Okay, so and, is that, I, I, can we applaud that? that? I'll yeah. just say that. I, I should get a genuine applause for that, right? I guess it's, yeah. it's really not good either way. We try saying racism has reached its end. Racism is not over, but I'm over racism. The continued discrimination against black people. The kid's like five years old. He's already over racism. Listen to this honky voice. Face it, in America, fighting for equal treatment is not a black thing. We all have to do our part. Be the shit, get a shirt. Five bucks from each shirt goes directly to charities working in communities to fight racism. Band together together against racism. For the discrimination to begin. Whoa, man, I hope I never meet any of those people. And the video is dedicated for Mike. Oh, we know who that is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah, it's probably for Michael Jordan. They went because he's a successful entrepreneur yeah. and an incredible athlete, world class. Yes, yes. Uh, probably for a time was the was the most recognizable face on the on the entire planet. That yeah. must be for Michael Jordan. Now he's not so recognizable. It's weird. He grew that odd mustache. After a while, you know, what am I still doing this for? You know, <laughs> what am I still running around with no mustache for? Uh, well, uh, be the, be all this as it may, you know, uh, like the uh, the homeless shelter is going to go up. It's going to be there. And and if you were a billionaire and yeah. you were living in 157 there and, you know, the, the f- most expensive property in the city, one of the most expensive places to live in the world, uh, would you be put off that there were going to be hundreds, dozens if not hundreds, of, uh, Dozens. It'll be like about a hundred people living there. Yeah, uh, in the Savoy Hotel. Well, if I were truly a billionaire, I probably wouldn't care or notice. I mean, I would have a limousine picking me up. It doesn't really matter. I mean, this is the way people live in um, the third world. Billionaires, you know, they just kind of they sort of float above it all. Right. If I were just a millionaire and maybe I had to walk places from time to time. And they were putting this on my block. Or if I were not even a millionaire, I just was somebody who lived there for a long time. And then they're, oh, they're putting a homeless shelter here. And if I speak up about it, the way the people, the middle class people in Maspeth and Queens did, or in Harlem, like a lot of uh, people got mad when de Blasio was going to cite homeless shelters there. Show me, show me one neighborhood that is welcome to homeless shelter. Right. Then, But the thing is, the way he's doing it in this one is to make it basically impossible because anyone who complains about it is going to come off seeming like an elitist like nimbyite right i hate a nimbyite and but i do sympathize with the nimbyite cause because 
uh, I wouldn't want to be, look, there's some kind of a, uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but a weird home down the street. Now, uh, these, these places are, there was a, a, a social worker got her head blown off, you know, right outside of a homeless shelter she'd worked in. Uh, you, you recall that a couple of years ago in the Bronx? Yeah. And so they attract a violent element sometimes. And sometimes they, a lot of people are uh, homeless because they're insane. Right. And uh, a lot of them are homeless because they have drug problems. So if okay. you have people with drug problems, you attract drugs. Yeah. You know, so like, and, and Debazio is going, well, there's going to be a lot of cameras. All like, well, yeah, really? That's like, I see a lot of cameras. Cameras shoot people and they uh, get beat up and they get punched once and they fall down and they hit their head on the fucking curb. It's, uh, right. it's, it, you know, nobody wants to have to cross some gauntlet of the walking dead, you know, just to get to their fucking, uh, the home that they've worked so hard to obtain. But on the other hand, uh, they got to go somewhere, you know, it's and, true. and I don't want them in my neighborhood, so might as well be up there. Well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of split on this. I, I, I'm not opposed to the idea of citing homeless shelters like around the city so homeless people can be near their neighborhoods, like assuming that they have, you know, some connections there. And, you know, mm. I, I'm not so sure that the best thing is to have like what huge, you know, armories filled with um, homeless people, maybe smaller facilities are okay. However, it's clear that de Blasio is making a point of this because he relishes mm. rubbing shit in the faces of the rich. Yeah, he loves it, and his attitude about street homelessness. When, about, well, when he's not trying to get their money and donations yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But his attitude about street homelessness, uh, dysfunction on the subways, public urination, uh, people drinking in public, smoking pot in public is, hey, what's wrong with you? Chillax. This is what it is. Maybe, maybe you should go back to some suburb. Maybe you're not cut out to live in the city. Hmm. This, That's basically the, his attitude. The realities of. Urban living, yeah, yeah, that's how he looks at it. Uh, that's it's it's funny how like when it's a, a cop who shoots somebody, it's officer, uh, you know, sergeant, this that, you know, the NYPD, right? And when uh, hundreds of people get shot in bad neighborhoods, it's the realities of gun violence, right? Uh, a Bronx public school teacher was arrested Friday after a fourteen-year-old boy told a classmate that the teacher performed oral sex on him. Hmm. Well, the classmate told administrators, uh, of course, because, you know, you tell the classmate and they're going to run tattle because they're like, I didn't get my dick sucked. Yeah, right. Hey, teacher is playing favorites here. Uh, we should all get a blowjob. Uh, the cops were called, and uh, now 29-year-old social studies teacher, Dory Myers, faces charges of criminal sex act in the second degree. What's the first degree? Mm. Anal penetration uh, and endangering the welfare of a child. Um. So that's, uh, that's rough. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the teacher. You know, it, I don't know that uh, she she really denies this hardcore. I mean, oh, she does. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of times it's something ongoing. It's something. It's a relationship. It's a uh, a violationship, if you will. Sure. Uh, in this case, it, it's supposed to be just this. Like all the it was one kid, and he goes, "Hey, uh, the teacher maybe blew me or something," you know. And it wasn't him that came and said it was the fucking. So I think she, I think this woman might actually uh, not be guilty. I mean, I wouldn't put it past any eighth or ninth grader to claim that he'd gotten a blowjob from the teacher. To a classmate, especially. It's not yeah. like he's trying to get he her He didn't in go to the police no. or his parents. He was just bragging. He's like, hey. 
Uh, you know how I got detention the other day? Guess what else I got? Um, well, oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming there has to be some other corroborating evidence. Well, or something. you know, I, there's, there's not. There's nothing like that. Uh, there's uh, one te- There is the only piece of corroborating evidence is that another teacher says that she, uh, uh, a prosecutor say a fellow teacher witnessed Myers massaging the boy, mm. uh, which I assume does not mean fucking massaging, massaging his, his penis, his genitals. Yeah. yeah. A prosecutor requested fifty grand for bail. Uh, they said that Myers abused her position as a trusted authority figure because God knows a social studies teacher is a trusted authority figure in the Bronx where they have the utmost respect for teachers and right. education in general. Uh, but uh, Judge Laura Drager. She eventually released a teacher on her own recognizance, and a judge did issue a 30-day order of protection requiring Myers to stay away from the victim, which I'm sure she's more than happy to respect. Probably. Uh, the Department of Education reassigned her away from students, so she's not with students now. She's, a, I guess she has gone to the rubber room. Sounds it. And the new school for leadership. You tired? Hell no. The new school for leadership and the arts in Kingsbridge. That's where it was. Now, the alleged assault took place in Upper Manhattan November 1st. Because you remember the date the teacher blew you. Now, it happened in Upper Manhattan. So it didn't happen in the Bronx. Oh, but it was in Kingsbridge. So that's not very far. But um, I don't understand. What is. What were is, they a field trip or something? I don't know. A date? I mean, it's. This was, all it says is that's when it took place. It doesn't really detail it in coverage by the New York Post, though, since. Uh, since deleted pictures from her uh, from Meyer's Facebook profile are described, because you know that when the post finds an angle on something, sometimes they really sink their teeth into it, and uh, it gives the story some color. Uh, the post describes her in one of the photos as beaming in a dark blue low cut tank top that read "Champagne all day," while holding a bottle in one hand and a glass in the other. Well, can you can we see some pictures of this woman? Uh, well, those are since deleted. Uh, the but there is a there, there will be an accompanying picture with the yeah sure why not um her name is Dory Myers now let me just point out something here now when I yawned a minute ago uh-huh. I wasn't trying to uh, you be kind of gave me some <laughs> lip now let me remind some, I you I gave you a heaping portion of lip that I woke up very early today and worked a full day of work well I I and haven't, I haven't now, slept in thirty six hours it is now <laughs> there, wow ten thirty look at this. Well, this this ought to wake you up, hubba hubba. Oh. She is she's a she's a regular ass. I mean, in tennis, that's a Tennessee looker right there. Look at her. That's what you call a that's a that's a sweetheart. Look at that sweetheart. Yeah, you know, oh, man. She's not the kind of woman who needs to suck a fourteen year old dick. You know. Now I'm talking about like remember Aaron Sayer? Yeah. She looked like she's ready to fucking get down with the fucking kid. Yeah, this but chick she, doesn't. even she was banging like a 16 or 17 year old, 16 year old, and she, admit, I mean that was totally um, open. I mean that there was all kinds of proof. Yeah, I want to know what. There's the, nothing. There's is that really. True? It's really just a. Um, it's just just a, his word. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we should keep a close eye on this case. I think so, too, because I just don't think that this is anything. Uh, she's been... This is another story. This is from Low Hud, uh, which is Lower Hudson, and it's uh, she lives in Rockland County. Yeah. Her husband is a, a deputy sheriff, and she's a 29-year-old... Oh. Uh, she's accused of performing sex on the boy at West 168th Street in Broadway in Washington Heights, yeah, November 1st. That's, that's like a very... Um, that's like a major uh, intersection. It seems like like where at 168th Street? That's where my grandma lives. Like at the hospital? Like yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> is that where the hospital is? Yeah. Uh, that's. It says no other information on the accusation was provided by the NYPD. It just seems like, uh, yeah, a um, little random. It's not like, yeah, in her car. Like, why would she take a fourteen-year-old all the way down to the busiest intersection in Washington Heights and suck his dick? Yeah, I, I'm kind of. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. She's pleaded not guilty. Maintain some healthy skepticism about this mm-hmm. one. I think this kid's trying to jump on the Me Too train. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was just kind of like goofing around. Mm. And his friends... Uh, I actually think that that could be the case, yeah. He's just like, nah, she sucked my dick. And he's like, what? And then somebody decided to, you know, just uh, make it a thing. Chinese whisper. Call his, call his bluff. What's Chinese whisper? Know, <laughs> like, like Arab telephone. You know, just kind of like when one person says something and then somebody... It's where you jump out of a conversation and you all run around and get in, in different parts <laughs> of the conversation. At uh, a red light. Well, you know, like a game of telephone where it kind yeah. of... Uh, the, the story changes. He, all he said was she licked the tip. Next thing you know, she blew him. You know, women have a funny measurement of time. You ever notice that? Because like, whenever a woman has to... Like you're dating or serious and you start talking about who you've been with and you have to own up to it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they'll say like... Uh, well, I'm, I'm talking specifically about Mandy Stadmiller. News horror Mandy Stadmiller. Oh. And, you know... Your wife. Past regular horror Mandy Stadmiller. Although, That's promiscuous, not, nice. not That's a horror. Nice. That's not nice. Uh, I'm sorry to say that about your wife. <laughs> <laughs> but she would say... She says like, oh, I just... I, you know, I'm like, what'd you do with him? You fuck that guy? She's like, oh, no, no. Like what? She's like fucking. I know. She's like I sucked his there for like two seconds. I've, I've, for two I've, seconds. I've heard that. A two second blowjob. I'd like to see the guy who just got a two second blowjob. Right. What the fuck? Why did you even do that? Why bother? You just fucking. It's like giving me a bite of steak, weirdo. That's that's how you get raped. <laughs> it is though. Kind a of two second blowjob. Like I want you to continue badly. Another. Uh, uh, yeah, another picture from her now deleted Facebook profile. She deleted her her whole profile. She's a real cute girl, though. Oh, and she's worked there since 2004. Yeah. So she's like a veteran teacher at this school. She started a track team. And then she goes out of her way to... I think we might be getting... like It might have, like... You can't believe all the boys. We you can might believe have, the girls. We might have crossed over into the um, the general mass hysteria moment in all of this. <laughs> this is this is the one. Well, I mean I, I, I a lot of people mark a C Zanzari as that one. Oh, yeah, I know. That's I, like I think that's pretty funny actually. Yeah, they're like, not him. He's no, Indian. no, no. He's he's a Muslim and he's he's the Muslim that we like because he's he's really woke. He speaks in in a language that the street can relate to. She tweeted in, in okay, here's a good one. It says uh she's wearing a white top with the body phrase whiskey makes me frisky. Uh, they're really trying to, it's really an attack yeah, on her push, character through her clothing. <laughs> whiskey makes me frisky. She's a teacher. She's 29, for Christ's sake. Of course, whiskey makes her frisky. Hold on. How can she be 29 and she's worked at the school since 2004? Because that was 14 years ago. She started working there when she was 15. God, that's I a good I think maybe question. she's worked there since 2014. Oh, but you know See, what? See, this is where my investigative oh, skills Yeah, really, you caught really that. Coming. I did not even catch the, diff- the, the age thing. Let me look at, because the, the Daily News, I believe, is where that was. High school oh, the Daily News. Oral sex on 14. 29. Uh, let's see if this is the one that has, uh, she, uh, oh, 2014. Okay, I fucked up, I guess. Oh, I know where that school is. But she's only 29. How long? She's worked there as long as she possibly could. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like four or five years, three, four years. Yeah. Um, yeah, a, yeah, I'm kind of. I, uh, I, I'm dubious on it because of uh, you know, like you said, it's odd. It's something I. I, I she doesn't. Uh, there's something about this that seems off. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, I mean, a woman. She's married to a deputy sheriff. You know he's hitting it right. Oh yeah. He he. This is not some Williamsburg lawyer with a fucking fedora, fedora and a mustache. What does this kid have? Two heads or something? That's that's how they. It's a ten pound tumor on his face. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, but that's not New York. That's I'm, I still have. To, <laughs> I gotta see the ten pound. Oh, he died. Tumor. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that's that really takes down the comedy value. But it, it's Why? sort of, I guess, God just needed another <laughs> another hard-to-look-at child in heaven. Jesus Christ. Look, I mean, I'm God just needed some clickbait. Look at that shit. That's a second head. That's bigger than his first head. Yeah. How does a tumor get that fucking big before you think it's a problem? Do you think that was a fucking blackhead? <laughs> My God. That's genuinely bigger than his fucking well, head, and it's did, right on his face, on the front. Why didn't they take the one off the mother? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's her face. Okay. How the fuck? I, I, I'll never understand. That's like... Well, and what's funny about this... Okay, so he came from Cuba to the United States. I thought, like, the, the, the castristas are always going on about how Cuba has the best medical treatment. Like, yeah. Michael Moore did a whole movie about how Cuba is, like, the heaven for anyone who needs medical treatment. Yeah. Americans want to go to Cuba to get treated because you can get like all your medicine and operations for a nickel. You know what the most prescribed medicine is in Cuba? Sugar. (laughs) You know what to say about Cuba. What are the successes of the Cuban revolution? Education, Hmm. medicine, and sport. But what are the problems with the revolution? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's kind of a word. That's kind of a good one, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that that's from Godfather too. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Right. Whatever. You can cut that if you don't like it. <laughs> I don't cut but, anything. What, what? I don't even <laughs> cut these podcasts anymore. Not one word. But, what's just because they're so golden? Yes. Clean. It's a golden era right now. Um, that is hard to look. Well, at. I like that the idea that the Cuban medical establishment is so great, but they couldn't. They never bothered to take this thing off this kid's face. We're going to see what happens. So far, it's, it's not malignant. It doesn't look too bad. This father is leaning in like he's about to kiss that fucking tumor. Like it's his cheek. Jesus. I, I'm sorry that I clicked it now. I really do regret it. I want to go away from this and never come back. Well, I told you. We should have another podcast that's just for covering tumors on children's faces. Can you imagine how funny that would be to come across if somebody came across the tumors on children's faces? Oh, it wouldn't just be one episode. We would start a whole new podcast. Yes, a whole new podcast, yeah. I mean, Uh, this is not maybe the best idea I've had. However, it is also not the worst. I I think Dog Fuckers has a lot of potential. Huh. Uh, As a Brooklyn man, he's going to sue the state police and the NYPD for false cop dragging arrest. Oh, man, a false cop dragging arrest is a really... They're tired of getting run in on this shit. Yeah. We start tonight with that breaking news. Two men wanted for a hit and run in Times Square are now in police custody. Is she about to burst into tears? She's got like serious vocal fry. With the very latest uh, last minute developments, let us know, Hazel. 
Yeah, that's definitely the truth, Dana. Within the last hour, police arrested two men involved in that police hit and run that happened right here in Times Square. Police arrested those two suspects in New York City. Investigators say 20-year-old Arfi Santos was driving the black Mercedes. You're saying Arfi Santos? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the video of this? No, you know, I, I... They were I, doing some drag racing and shit, and, and, like, the guy was trying to stop them, and they just fucking took off, like, past, like, blew on, you know, like, knocked the cop, they ran over the fucking cop. Oh, shit. Like, he had, he got dragged some. I mean, he was not majorly injured. He was also not... It was pretty fucking dangerous, yeah. They, this was in Times Square? Yeah. There's great video what of it. What the fuck is going on with where people like to drive crazy through Times Square? Yeah. I don't know. That terrorist guy last year, the one who um, drove into the pedestrians. And oh, yeah. That was a little out of Times Square, and, uh, but it was High Line, so it's you know tourist area. The High Line? It wasn't in the High Line. Well, it was on the west end, the west side highway. No, no, but I'm talking about the guy last... No, no, I'm not talking about that terrorist. Oh, that, oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, fuck. That guy just hauled ass. He was. <laughs> he made a sharp right... And just and you never would have seen him coming. That was the most insane shit. If it wasn't so dramatically painful looking, it would be hilarious. It's mm-hmm. like he, the car would hit somebody and they would fly up in the air and their shoes would come off. It was fucking insane. Nobody got killed though, right? Or maybe one. I think someone did get killed, but not eight. No. I, I mean, like, there's a lot of people in Times Square. He did a very poor job of. Uh, and and he tried to run away. That guy was heavily on drugs yeah. and was uh, not like a Muslim, I don't think. Or maybe no, no, he, no, he was just like a fucking crazy Hispanic guy, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. But this was like not that bad, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, but it was... Uh, all right, well, so they, they're saying, I guess now, I see a Brooklyn construction worker will sue the New York State Police and the NYPD for false arrest after they cuffed him because his car resembled one that clipped a cop in Times Square. Sometimes they might accidentally pick up the wrong person. Yeah. That's why you're a suspect. Right. And I don't think you are, can sue for that necessarily. Very, well, yeah. But you can get your settlement because, you know, it's it's in the city's best interest not to go to court. Uh, Shreve Taha, 24, was crossing the Verrazano Bridge towards Bay Ridge with his uh, girlfriend after seeing Jumanji on Wednesday. See, they just seen huh. Jumanji. And they went to Staten Island to see it. It says, overzealous troopers began following. Yeah, why would they do that? Was it? I guess so, yeah. And what does his, um, his, his sweater say? No bozos allowed. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's a right. sentiment we can all get behind. Yeah, why not? Uh, troopers thought, wait, we're bozos. He's Fuck. calling it's, us both. Ta- I think it's about us. He wants us not to be around. The troopers uh, thought Taha's car matched the one that hit a cop um, while doing donuts near Times Square. I didn't see any donuts happening. Four days earlier, I think the cop was trying to stop the donuts. And the guy who took the video was on a bike. And then when a cop is running to chase him, he's like following along. It's like actually pretty cinematic coverage. According to a state police spokesman, uh, now those suspects had been the subject of an intense search by authorities. The troopers followed him to his house, then blocked his departure with the NYPD's help. You shouldn't have to block his departure. Just say, sir, I would like to speak to you a minute. And they would go, okay. Uh, with guns drawn, they flashed a floodlight on him and ordered him to the ground. They're making this sound like it's a real trauma. Taken to the 68th precinct, held for several hours before he was released with minor uh, tickets for excessive window tinting and excessive exhaust noise. I don't think he would have gotten any of those had he been cooperative. And But this is an example of what 
I mean, out of the mouth of the babes, you know, what those children from Ferguson were saying. Yeah. What this man has suffered through because of the color of his car. I'm sorry. Oh, right. I, they did say his car matched the description. Oh, is that what they... I thought when they said excessive tinting, they meant like his... his skin? Because he was melanated. <laughs> well, when life gives you melon... He went, to the, he went to the doctor the following day because the police arrested him. Uh, they, he said they yanked his arms back and they scraped up his elbow. And uh, he thought, I need to establish, you know, uh, some sort of a medical, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> thank you. He added that the two, the two tickets issued by officers after the fact were a shoddy attempt to uh, paper over their error. Oh, I see. But but you're, you know, you probably do have tinted windows, but the police are making a lot of mistakes. And when they do, they tend to issue a summons after the fact to, to kind of justify what they did. Well, if your windows are overly tinted, you deserve a ticket. I mean, you're certainly, um, he's within your right, his rights to write you one. Uh, later that Wednesday, the NYPD arrested uh, Arfi Santos and William Lopez, who are believed to be responsible for the assault on the officer in Times Square. And the attorney Jim Ross said the ordeal is a traumatic experience experience for Taha. Taha even sounds a lot like Arfi. Kind of. Now, there, uh, there's emotional pain associated with an event like this, and they're going to pay for that. Oh, for Christ's sake. If you could just picture yourself in a situation where you have 15 to 20 police officers with guns uh, out approaching you, it's a scary situation. Yeah, it's a scary situation for the police to approach somebody that they think just tried to uh, kill one of their uh, guys. Yeah. Okay, well, I've had enough of this. This is just awful. This is just that's the kind of news that that doesn't make anybody feel good. This is Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. You're listening to New York City Crime Report. Hey, it's Pat Dixon. Hey, you ever notice how this podcast, New York City Crime Report, never has any ads? You know why? Because I think it shits up a show. So if you want to make up for what the ads don't bring in, go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc and throw me $3 a month. Three. Three bucks. Five bucks even. A little bit. But it really goes a long way. Make this show go on ad-free. And I appreciate it. Thanks. You know, sometimes you want news that doesn't make you feel, um, you know, good. Sometimes you want news that makes you feel right. You know, well, I, isn't that the bottom line urge of everybody in choosing their news? Yeah, and even if you're watching CNN for a few minutes, you yeah. know, you go, "I've never felt more right." Right. You get a pleasant sense of outrage, yes. and then men, and <laughs> I say men because I think it, it's almost across like fucking. There's women in the fucking on the conservative side of politics and stuff sure. like that, and there's men on the fucking you know uh, gay side, <laughs> but the uh, the men like would. How often do you read like opposition type things you know you're going to disagree with? I do. I read them and I treat it like like a challenge, you know. I I do, but then I just get so annoyed. Exactly, but that's what it's for. And you get annoyed because you're like, how does anybody believe this? And you can point out all the things that are wrong yeah. with it. And that's what it's a brain teaser. And you. And but then doesn't don't don't the the gays like watch our stuff and feel the same? No, way? they don't. They don't. What you think a woman is like? I think I'm gonna just look at Fox News and just kind of get pissed off. <laughs> I guess you're right. They don't do it. You know, they just say that Fox News sucks without ever right, watching right, it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a whole different thing. You know, um, contempt contempt prior to investigation is is yes. a concept. That's I've heard sure of that. to keep you in ignorance, and uh, they they promote that. 
uh, I don't mean to sound so pedantic when I'm speaking, but no, no, you know, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, now, a personal assistant to uh, now, here's a little segment we're going a rich crime, a poor crime, huh? Uh, it's all about class differences and the differences in the crimes we commit. Uh, I'll read these together. Great. A personal assistant of the co-president of Goldman Sachs. I mean, the president, co-president of Goldman Sachs is he's he's a rich guy apparently. Um, oh yeah. Uh, he's uh, the the and his assistant now personal assistant. He stole one point two million dollars worth of vintage booze. Nice. From his wine swilling boss. This, according to a newly unsealed Manhattan indictment, U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman says uh, these were some of the world's finest wines. Forty-year-old uh, Nicholas De- Nicholas DeMeyer, okay, worked for David Solomon for nearly eight years, and he was re- he was responsible for receiving the booze at his boss's Manhattan apartment. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Now, was this guy paid by Goldman Sachs? I mean, it's his assistant, yeah. That's great. I wonder if the Goldman Sachs like um, shareholders how they feel about that. Something tells me they're good with it. Yeah, they don't they're like. Care. How much do we make this year? Yes, yeah, send your boy over yeah. to the wine. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah, forty-year-old okay. uh, Nicholas Demeyer. Like I said, he worked for him. Now Solomon. That's the uh, as I said, the co-president of Goldman Sachs. Uh, he's allegedly well known for his love of good vintages. Okay. And he had, yeah. <laughs> It's very flattering of him in this article. He had DeMeyer uh, then transport the booze to his wine cellar, which is out in fucking, like, uh, Great Hampton something. You know what I mean? It's why yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah, out there yeah. in Long Island. So the wine director... Um, this is his job. Go pick up the wine at my apartment. One of the many, I'm sure. Drive is- it out to the Hamptons and put it in the wine cellar. Yeah, and if you forget one, you're going back. Because I don't want to be stuck out there without my Merlot or whatever the fuck they drink. Yeah, probably not Merlot. Is Merlot a cheap wine? I don't know. I think... I, I, I don't know. Dog 2020, maybe. Do you ever drink any Boone's Farm? Sure, sure. Manischewitz. I would. I liked to drink those um those Jewish wines. They're very sweet. Is now is Manischewitz a brand? Yeah. Or should I say a uh, a, a vineyard? <laughs> no, it's a brand. Uh, now uh, he's uh, Solomon. Like I said, he's allegedly well known for his love of good vintages, and uh, the wine director at Charlie Bird Restaurant in Manhattan. That's Grant Reynolds, of course. We know Grant. Oh, Grant. Uh, he said, uh, David is one of the more knowledgeable and adventurous wine people out there. Great. He's brought in some of the best 70s and 80s California Cabernets I've ever seen. Now, why would he bring, be bringing wine into a restaurant? Well, it seems when he goes out to eat, he prefers to bring his own booze because wine list prices, he says, are crazy right now. I prefer to bring something with me. And it's understandable on his salary at Goldman Sachs. He's only pulling down one point eight five million a year. Sure, who can afford what fourteen, fifteen, thirty five dollars for a glass of wine? I don't know. Now you understand one point eight five million. That's exclusive of his bonuses and his ownership. His you know because all the people his apartment's at, probably you know paid for by the company or something. Well, you know, partners at Goldman Sachs own part of the company, so well, he's co president. So would he be a partner? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, and. and it, the thing is, is like to me, one point eight five million sounds like enough to go ahead and spring for the fucking wine list, you know. But I think he likes to be a snob. Sure, sure, sure. He's like he he plays it off like it's the price. Right. Oh, these prices are crazy. Right. I paid nine thousand dollars for this bottle. Uh, would you cork it, please, boy? Right. Uh, I'm sure he's more polite now. According to the indictment, he stole hundreds of the bottles and sold them under the alias Mark Miller to a North Carolina-based wine dealer. 
his uh, illicit stash included seven bottles. We're talking seven bottles from the French vineyard uh, Duman de Romane Conti okay. wine, uh, whose wines are widely considered among the best, most expensive, and rapist, uh, rarest, excuse me, rarest wines in the world. Uh, those seven bottles alone were worth $133,650. Worth it. I mean, worth every penny. If you if if you care about wine, you know, it turned out a few years ago that there was a huge, huge scam going on, where there was a network of Chinese people, Chinese scam artists who were dummying. When you say Chinese scam artists, you mean Chinese, Chinese people? Pe- Chinese <laughs> people were counterfeiting uh, fine wines huh. and selling just you know mixing up whatever. Putting it in a bottle. And like, you know, and selling nobody them knows for ten- yeah. Right. So at this point, it's kind of a dirty secret that for these high-end wines, you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, you mean they could be corrupted. Yes. And not only that, but it's you not wouldn't know any- the difference. It, well, that's kind of the point. And nobody, it's not in anybody's interests to admit it, right? So oh. they kind of want to keep this hush hush it's only you know who you know who's interested in like fucking like uh snobs who are not quite there who are like you know what this is like they go cheap bottle of wine's good for me yeah 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 okay they, they, park slope fuckers right yeah, right, right right <laughs> right because nobody's counterfeiting like a 30 dollar bottle of wine right right yeah uh to me a 30 dollar bottle of wine that's like what are you out of your mind right uh, what was the most expensive I mean, if I buy a $30 bottle of wine, it's going to be a fucking gallon jug. <laughs> I remember the last time I drank wine was the first thing I quit drinking. Oh, good for you. I quit drinking wine way before I quit drinking. I quit drinking wine in 93. Okay. I quit regular drinking, all drinking in 2000. It was because I had the worst experience drinking wine. Oh, my God. Valentine's Day, I bought a, a gallon of Ernest and Julio Gallo. Okay. And my wife didn't drink at all. So I made dinner, had this wine. I mean, it's just the most transparently alcoholic thing you could possibly do. I got us some wine for Valentine's Day. It's just like, oh, great, great. Okay. I'm okay. so excited to drink that with you. <laughs> I'm not going to have any. Did she have any or just no. like a taste? None. None. Not okay. one. She's not interested in the wine. And, and I drank. Did you drink the whole thing? I drank as much as I possibly could, but it wasn't the whole thing. And uh, I think that it might have been shared around because we went out for some reason uh with some friend around to somebody's home I've never been yeah. who it was a very nice home and it was I was very impolite to the people no doubt yeah of course I mean what else would I be doing I was drinking a gallon of wine, fucking wine I was like on, I was lit up and so I got back home and and we uh I don't remember middle of the night or in the morning I I thought I was going to die when I got home but I I've never felt like oh I this might be alcohol poisoning and I really was a uh, I, I the next day I had these there was a guy named Ricky Pearden. He used to tell a joke where he'd said, I, I let out a fart about as long as a broom handle. That's about how it was. These long, it's, you know how when you have a, a, the hand dryer in the bathroom comes on? Yeah. And about how long it stays on? Right. That's what these farts were like. <laughs> you know, because it's kind of unpredictable. Sure. Could be 30 seconds, could be five, but that's some hot air coming out either way. Okay. I'm not really trying to bring up the fart factor of the fucking show. Oh, that's okay. 
I'm talking about some very real physical consequences I suffered from drinking too much wine. Anyway, this is this guy's crime. So he, this guy was arrested at LAX and charged uh, with one count of interstate transportation of stolen property. Carries a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, something tells me he might be able to afford a good lawyer himself, work something out, so, uh, some sort of payback deal. Well, he just stole get back like his benefits over a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like that's he can. I'm sure. Yeah, that but he's, he's got the it. executive assistant. He probably doesn't make. He's, he's assisting. No, it's not about making it. It's about like, you know, like you said, if he, I'm, I know he doesn't have stock and he doesn't own part of the company or something, but I bet you they have like some, some benefits that he's been paying it. He's been there for eight years. They yeah, probably have like a matching what? kind of thing. You know what? Stock Guy, market's been good. Guys like this who are like stealing money like that, they probably have uh, some kind of nut that they're trying to make. Like either he's got gambling debts or he's a cocaine addict. Uh, or he right, he's desperate. He's not just. Boys. This isn't just like a like this a, a smart little like, scam he figured out. <laughs> yeah, I'm this gonna buy like, me a home. This is like, oh, I've got my boss's keys. I can steal his shit. I guess I can. I gotta have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just do it once. Yeah. And then one point two million dollars later, and I guess the guy got some good deals in South Carolina guy. North Carolina guy. Yeah. The dealer. Well, in violent Brooklyn, a man pulled out a gun and shouted, "I'll blow your head off." Threatening is it, is, him. I'm sorry. Is this the this is the, this rich crimes? This is poor crimes. And this is the the contrasting crime. Okay. Uh, it occurs in violent Brooklyn. Tale of two cities. Yeah. It's it's uh, you could call it that. Uh, it's a contrasting rich man, a uh, rich crime, poor crime. Uh, yeah. In violent Brooklyn, a man pull out a pull out a gun and shouted, "I'll blow your head off!" Threatening a Brownsville deli worker who wouldn't take his counterfeit fifty dollar bill to buy a bag of Cheetos, <laughs> according to police. We've all, we've all been there, Pat. Hey. And, and and the first question my friend uh, Jr. asked is that uh, if were they the spicy Cheetos? Because if so, that is really a bad move. Those things are terrible. Around seven fifteen a.m. it was the guy wanted Cheetos bad. for breakfast. <laughs> Six ninety four Rockaway Avenue, Rockaway Fruits and Vegetables. Uh, Home of Cheetos. Uh, when the deli worker said the man's money was no good, the suspect pulled out his gun. The man said, uh, try and do something and I'll blow your head off. I got that in a second time. The man took off and ran down Rockaway Avenue towards DeMond Avenue with the Cheetos in his hand. Police describes he really wanted the change, so he took yes, the consolation yes, of the yes, Cheetos. Yes. I mean, come on. Uh, he wasn't holding up the store for Cheetos. Uh, he took off and ran down Rockaway Avenue towards DeMond Avenue with the Cheetos in his hand, like I said. Uh, police describe a suspect six feet, mid-20s, about 180 pounds, sporting a beard. That's We don't know uh, any more information about his appearance in terms no, no, of no, his complexion. or uh, He's just a guy. What do you mean? Well, we don't well, know. What, why don't they say what color shirt he was wearing, God damn it? Then we could catch the guy. Yeah, I know. Why don't they get specific in these things? Sometimes something happens so quickly that the deli worker, had to, he can't, he's, oh, it's frightening, you know, to have a gun point at you, you know, yeah. He knew his weight. Right. But there's only so many, That's, you can only hold seven things in your head at the same time. Right. And so he got his height, weight, and they could have, maybe if they have cameras in the store, you know, they can sort of tell that. Uh, mm, but the cameras aren't really. Uh, they're not strong enough to pick up things like, you know, colors. Yeah, yeah maybe it was like what color eyes he had. Yeah, anything like that. What, did he have a ruddy complexion? Did he have a? Did he have webbed? Feet? Did he have acne? Did he have webbed feet? Did he have fallen arches? Did he have a limp? I mean, anything, yeah, a tattoo, yeah, yeah, you know, right. uh, that could identify Crease, him. Creased earlobe. 
Yeah, that's a real common one, you know, yeah. like like a cauliflower ear. Maybe he was yeah. a wrestler, and right. then you get a clue like that. You're on the now. You said before that you think that since it was a counterfeit fifty dollar bill, that that he was actually just trying to pass the bill to. He was trying to break the break it to get back the forty nine dollars or whatever. Yeah, the you don't think he was trying to get the Cheetos. 50. You don't think it was a. I think the Cheetos were secondary. I think he wanted the Cheetos. You know how I th- why I think you might be right. Because if he was really a Cheetos fanatic, and I've met them, he wouldn't just be buying one bag. He would have been trying to buy a hundred bags. Yeah. Now, a hundred bags. They don't buy less than a hundred bags. You know, uh, he's brought in some of the finest uh, 70s and 80s Cheetos (laughs) from California. Uh, What do you think? uh, A bag of Cheetos from the 70s would go for? Back Back when they were really orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, it would be a, a two days before you got that orange off your fingers. Uh, it, we don't know if it was a family size bag. We don't know if it was a the, those those tiny individual bags have like yeah. ten Cheetos in them. Right. I think that's probably what it was. Because I think if if you're right and it was a scam to pass the counterfeit bill, he's gonna just uh, oh. he's just trying to buy the cheapest thing. And you know what? The problem with this scam is that. The bodega owners, they're onto it. They know that people come in to buy like, oh, you know what? Uh, I think I just want to buy one gumball. Oh, it's a nickel. All I have is a 50. Can you break? The- you don't mind, right? Yeah. Take it or I'll blow your fucking head off. That's a tip off that there's something going on. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. This is not just like you accidentally got counterfeit money, you know? Right. One it- time I was in a Rite Aid, and this was a little bit funny, and there were these two guys... And one of them was standing there, and I guess he was trying to pull some kind of slick scam with the the, the girl at the counter. So he was buying with a 20 or a 50, like, one of those um, nylon bags that they sell, like, you know, uh, like a 50-cent bag that says Rite Aid on it, like, you know, for... Uh, for laundry? No, just like one of those bags that they sell, like, oh, I want to be environmental, so I'm not going to take a... Uh, oh, right, right, right. Like a quarter. Canvas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was saying, okay, here's here's my 20, so she's giving him change, and he's like, hold on, give me the 20 back, here's a different, here's 10. Okay, now give me that. You know, trying to, like, confuse her so he could get... Yeah, and then, um, I, I, I've heard of that. She was either too dumb, or she just wasn't buying it, so she was like... And then he was just like, God damn it. And then he kind of like bought the fucking thing. And it was clear that he was very frustrated that he didn't have the scam down. Some people are just too stupid to be robbed. That's what? a problem. Did you hear a door? I heard something. It's like this place is haunted, the smallest room in New York City. So that's the difference in crimes from Brownsville to Wall Street. Wow. Goldman Sachs it's like Diken- to Golden Cheetos. It's like Dickensian. It is, you know, guy finishes Cheetos like, can I have a little more, please? <laughs> <laughs> this he's just swilling wine on the, all his way. And out you know what? Freaking... Maybe they'll be cellmates. And it's... that that's hmm. that's the beauty of it is that we live in a country where everybody's punished equally under the law. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's something we do still have, regardless of what. Some children in Ferguson believe. Right. Subway surfing suspected after a man dies on an uptown A train. Now, this subway surfing, this is bad news. Uh, Now, this is a, like I said, Washington Heights. A man was killed on Friday night while standing between two subway cars on a southbound A train. 
But that's not subway surfing. That's well, just riding between the cars. Subway surfing is when you hang on to the outside of the subway. Well, he was traveling outside of the subway cars on a southbound A train, according to police. Uh, police are investigating the possibility that the man was subway surfing on the outside of the train cars. So he might have okay. been trying to climb back down and, and fell. Uh, the man was fatally injured uh, near the 180, uh, 68th Street station. Oh, what else happened at that sta- right at that intersection? Oh, uh <laughs> Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? So that might have come full circle. Maybe that's why the kid was on his mind. Yes. Maybe he had something to do with this murder. Yes. And that's his fucking alibi. Alibi. (laughs) My (laughs) teacher was this fourteen-year-old kid pushed the fucking pushed the guy off the train. It's all. We need to make a call. If we cared, we would make a call. If you see something, say something. I think we're seeing something. (laughs) But I'm not going to say anything. Really? You know, but, I, but I we could reduce call, my involvement call, with bullshit. Call 1-800-COP-SHOT. Okay. And on. say, um... Beep, 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 beep. Hello? <laughs> call and, right and report, now. Hi, I've got, I've got some information. Listen. About listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be moments where you don't know why you're listening. Trust me. It'll all come clear. If you care about catching criminals. What is it? 1-800-COP-SHOT? What is that? Is it like 1-800-TIPS? When I hear five seven seven tips, I don't know. Cop shot. Citizens outraged at police being shot. I always thought that was funny because it sort of sounds like citizens outraged at police. It's citizens outraged at police being shot. But what it sort of sounds like is <laughs> citizens outraged at police being, being shot. shot. <laughs> it just depends on when you take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes punctuation is everything. Right. It, and that's kind of the whole problem with you know the Black Lives Matter movement and the Blue Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. We all need to understand that we're we're all on the same side. Nobody wants to die. Nobody. Not at the hands well, of somebody they despise. That's true. We're living in a beautiful time for protesters. You can make a living being a full-time activist. Oh, hell and yeah. And many people do. And and we need more. If sure. anything, we need more. We need more people who are committed to the cause of uh, going of against, against racism, against uh misogyny against treating women like dogs well i'm just sort of pro-activism just in general right (laughs) yeah you know i just think we need more activists well you got to get people whipped up over something you have to pick something unfortunately is that true you can't just be pro-activism it's like just going from thing to thing that seems to be what a lot of them do i mean they interviewed women at the at the um the women's march the other day, and like, oh, what, what are you, what are you marching for? Blah, blah, blah. Like, for instance, today the um, the Senate, the Senate Democrats kind of caved on their whole shutdown, right? And some woman who works for the, some Dreamers group, you know, protecting these illegal immigrants or whatever. Wow, we're not gonna. They want to stop paying the military, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was like, "This is terrible." We just had a big women's march where everybody protested against Trump, and now the Senate Democrats have caved. They let you down. Oh, yeah. my God. What a shock. Can you believe that the senators sold out? <laughs> Outrageous, After right? you guys showed up with your stupid fucking hats yeah. and your signs. And they didn't do everything you wanted. Immediately, yeah. But it, I don't really think the they women's They renounced march, all their beliefs. When was the women's march about... The dreamers. Ever since the beginning, it's been about that since the beginning. That 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 first women's mark march was assembled, promoted, and you know, like filled up with people uh, 
under such a broad umbrella yeah. of causes that you could literally be just anybody who kind of doesn't like Trump. You're fine. Right. Okay. Let's go every some- cause except they didn't. They, now it's supposed to be a women's march, right? But they. It's a Democratic Women's March. They exclude any women who are like anti-abortion, pro-life, you know, women who actually like making less money than men. Sure. And that's a big, that's a big group. There's a lot of them. People who, you know, they're like, we need to like fucking, you know, we're not as good as them. Yeah. What about that? That's a, that's a very, that's a voice you don't hear in the media. And of course, you know, this is actually true. What you said about the, you know, um, the shutdown and all that and how the Democrats caved and everything. And the story was that, that I saw coming out and I don't remember if I saw this, I saw it somewhere in the news could have been even been Twitter. I don't know, but it was like from a story that Trump, the difference is Trump was not doing anything at all to solve this thing, not doing anything. He's not lifting a finger. That's, that's the difference. I think it was because the, the cover, the daily news today, did you see what it said? Yeah. House White House of Turds. I, I I'm so sick of the Daily News. I don't think I'm going to write for them again. What the f- really? I I think I might not. I mean, they're so really they just go over the top. Well, they need somebody to have some sort of fucking reasonable voice there. Well, I mean, like maybe you know, you're right. that might be the one. Th- but then again, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, why, hey, why should I participate in that kind of hate? You know, uh, did, did you figure out that problem in your with using the office restroom? Yeah, I um, what I started doing now because the restaurant the restroom is it's really small, yeah, and I don't like it. So what I started doing, tell me what you think about this. I thought this was a brilliant solution. I um, I don't like using the office restroom because it's really small. There's only one stall and one urinal, and when you're shitting, you can kind of tell who's in there. It's not that big an office. And the, there's a big crack in the You can basically see who's in there. It's like you may as well be just shitting in public. <laughs> so I decided. So what I started doing was just I took I took a shit in my garbage can in my office. Right? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of inventive, right? But the thing is, then it's just sitting there and it smells. So it is right by your desk. It's right by my desk. So what I did is I put it out in the hall. <laughs> and my boss was like, "What's this? Why'd yeah. you Why'd you put this out here?" And I yeah. said, "It smelled bad." <laughs> yeah, it's don't you? It isn't that obvious. It smells. Seems pretty clear. I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would want that in their office? Well, uh, thank you one more time, Seth Baron. Thank Thanks, you Pat. for listening to New York City Crime. Let me just point out something. When I yawned, you kind of gave me some. Well, uh, and it's so many of them. You go, I mean, was it fingers inside all of them? And you think, like, why would this guy? He was a doctor. Yeah. Could he have just become an OBGYN? And then he wouldn't be doing anything wrong. He'd be doing the exact same thing. Here's a, here's a sad baby. That wants to be an American. Yeah. Can women be shopping. Yes.